new episodes every Wednesday. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to another episode. The first episode of The Real Life Girl, a continuation of Cute Girl Podcast, wherever you listen. And happy Wednesday. It's a Friday for me, but happy Wednesday. Today, I was supposed to have this productive day. I was, okay, we're also having our lawn mode at the most convenient time. You hear that? It literally feels like the house is shaking. Anyway, I was supposed to have this like productive morning today. I was going to wake up, work out, like read my Bible, like literally everything. And I made the grand decision to go to bed at like 12 yesterday and expected like an early like morning like what so I slept in I had some school to do and some work but we're here again and I'm using my fine microphone I'm like literally like wrestling with microphones like I don't usually use this microphone to podcast so I don't know how the sound quality is but when I edit I guess I'll see This week has kind of been crazy. It's been a lot less busy than my other weeks, but um, I I had to get a new computer because my laptop just decided to not turn on anymore. I don't know what it was. Like, I just, I, I don't know. I really don't know. But I got a new laptop and it was like really affordable. It was not expensive. And I'm glad that my laptop started malfunctioning when it did because it's like, you know, like back to school season. And so there were like back to school, like college sales and all these things. So I got like a really good computer and it's pink. It's like a cute rose gold. Like, oh my gosh, it's literally my dream computer. It's all pink. I am shook and I love it so much. So yeah, we're using it in the, in the podcast today. But um, otherwise, I hope you guys have had a good week. And today is an interesting episode because today we're talking about being basic and Today we're talking about being basic and trying to be someone you're not and officially becoming happy with yourself because I find that this was a struggle of mine and honestly, truth moment, I still wrestle with this. Um, I have beef with people who say things are basic, okay? And I even battled with my own personality. I battled with my own personality and embracing who I was through that I always spent so much of my life trying to be someone else if I saw a girl act a certain way I would try to act like her like and I think this is a girl issue I don't know if this is a guy issue I can only speak for my gender but I feel like this is a girl issue mainly because so many girls see other girls and they're they seem so social they seem so approachable they seem so put together and organized like that girl So automatically you're like, I need to be them. If you see a happy girl and she's like so pretty, she's so happy, she has a great smile, you're like, I need to be happy all the time and I need to not let this get to me and I need to not make it a big deal. And I found myself constantly wrestling with that. I used to compare myself to celebrities. Celebrities, like there's nothing wrong with celebrities. I don't have anything against celebrities. But my thing is that Sometimes what you see, sometimes parts of their lifestyle that you see on Instagram, on Vogue, in magazines, in catalogs, like, is not always, like, their photo shoot self is not themselves. You know what I'm saying? So I really wrestled, and I want to talk about truly coming to terms with who you are, your own personality, and who you were made to be. 
So that's this episode, and I hope we can just dig in and have a good discussion and enjoy it. Okay, so I figured I would start this episode talking about myself because I'm me, okay? Growing up, I was, like, never like any of my other female friends. Most of my female friends were skinny. They had this, like, long, luscious, silky hair. They had these, like, really high-pitched voices, had these really cute laughs, and, like, had all the boys after them. I was not that girl, okay? Growing up, I literally... (laughs) I experienced so many girls backstabbing me because I liked guys that liked them or that they liked, even though I liked them first and girls would just go for a guy that they knew I liked because they were like, oh, well, she has no chance with them. And that was something that I experienced all the way up until like high school, until I like started high school. And I never like once liked a guy that reciprocated the attraction that I felt. And anytime a guy would be like, I like you, I'd be like, okay, is this a joke? Where are your friends? (laughs) And I really struggled with that. And I was super insecure about my voice. I hated how my voice sounded on audio, which is ironic considering I have a podcast and I'm talking to you guys. And I always thought my voice was like super deep, which I still think to this day, I think I have a deeper voice than most women, but I really struggled with that. And so I tried to like alter my voice. So like I would get like a helium balloon and like just sip a little bit and be like, and then, you know, like would talk and you know, whatever. but it would only last like a second. Um, and I also tried to like alter my laugh. Cause like I, like the people who know me, like, sorry, that's. That was my security system. Anyway, the people that know me in my life, like, are close friends with me, have gone to school with me, you know, know who I am. I have a very strong laugh, okay? I'm often compared to Spongebob. Am I mad about it? Probably I'd be lying if I said I wasn't. (laughs) But it's just my laugh and I can't change that. But growing up, I always tried to, like, have like one of those like (laughs) like that kind of laugh and it never worked it never was genuine or natural so when I was in like middle school early high school I like let out my real laugh and fun fact me my sister and my aunt we all have the same exact laugh like if you were to put us together in like a laugh choir like insanity immediately to the person listening because it's the monstrosity is real so I really tried to alter that part of me and I tried to fix that because I thought it was something that needed to be fixed. So I struggled with that. I also struggled with a lot of comparison. Like I said, um, and I don't know if this is TMI, but I mean, this is a girl, this is a girl chat. So when I was younger, I developed breasts more earlier than a lot of my friends so I had a bigger chest than my friends and I was so insecure about it so many of my guy friends at the time which if you have guy friends like this like please stay away please do not continue to be friends with them it's not cool nothing about our bodies is funny like I want to make that clear nothing about our bodies is funny like I don't care if you have like a weird looking hand anything I was born with an ear birth defect so my ear I've had plastic surgery done on it so it doesn't look the same as my other ear or every other person's ear but that doesn't make it funny you know what I'm saying 
so there's nothing funny about our bodies period end of story so i had guy friends who would always just make fun of my chest and always be like your chest is bigger than everybody else's all the all the girls are flat chested and you're not and i like wanted to appear smaller so smaller in my chest so i would wear like three or four like tight sports bras and when i was in like basketball and i would do volleyball i would literally wear like four three or four like sports bras because i didn't want to be i didn't want to come off as um like big chested like all my other girlfriends had these flat chests and i wanted that um and i felt insecure about that so and it wasn't like i didn't even notice it was something that was wrong with me until immature jerky friends of mine at the time pointed them out and it caused such an insecurity in me also because I have always been the bigger girl I growing up was always friends with these girls that were like really skinny and like you know all these things and so I thought I needed to be like them and I thought if I listened to these guy friends then I maybe would get more boys to like me because I'm like, well, they're guys. So like, that's, that must be what guys like, you know? And I based a lot of my identity around that. And looking back, I like feel for myself and I was really afraid of being basic. And I have beef with people who say things are basic. Like if you're a girl who likes Starbucks and someone calls you basic, it obviously means a lot of people like Starbucks. Like if you're a girl that you like top knots and going to Hobby Lobby and wearing these like cute little notch collar pjs like and someone calls you basic i don't care you're not basic obviously if it's basic a lot of people love it i love pink okay my room has so much pink in it my room is gray but i have pink bedding i have pink sheets pink pillows a pink gigantic robe um a pink laundry basket a pink phone case a pink tumbler a pink planner a pink laptop a pink apple pencil okay like i am a girly girl my headphones are pink okay i love pink and if someone calls me basic for that then a lot of people like pink you know so i used to take so much offense to if a guy were to call me basic and i remember this one time in eighth grade i had this crush and i he was like a really close guy friend of mine at the time and I think he called me basic once and I was devastated because I didn't want anyone to see that I was basic or like to call me basic. And now I think I'm the most basic girl. (laughs) Like I love throwing my hair up in buns. I love, you know, getting my nails done, getting my feet done. Ew, I don't want to say feet. Getting a pedicure. (laughs) Um, And I love girly things and that's just me, okay? But I'm not going to sit here and be ashamed and be like, no, like, my favorite color is blue. Like if your favorite color is actually blue, I'm not like shading you, but my favorite color has always been pink. But when I got to middle school and I saw like all my other girlfriends being like, my favorite color is blue. And I really like, um, what are, what was like a tomboyish thing that girls in? Oh, I really like wearing like these like basketball shorts when I'm at home and I don't like my nail. I don't like makeup. What's makeup. Ew. If you wear makeup, like, ew, like, no, that's so stupid. And so I would always say like my favorite color is blue. I hate makeup. And like, it's just looking back, I would totally change my answers. But ooh, it's about a rain. I love like rainy gloomy days. 
they're like the best especially just like being in my room and like you know getting work done or whatever I'm doing and it rains oh like I even play rain sounds on my echo like I cannot that's the thing like I cannot sleep in silence I can sleep in the dark I used to have a really bad fear of the dark like I would give me it would give me anxiety when I was a kid so but now I'm fine but I don't like like sleeping in silence like just sleeping like this like the silence is just uncomfortable like I don't like that so I always play rain sounds or sleep music but that I just love rain so much like the other day I went I went on a walk in the rain and it's it's crazy because is it raining hold on hold on period sister girl oh it's raining I love it thank you lord um but the other day I went on a walk and I like took an umbrella because it was raining and I saw this pickup truck literally in one of the driveways in my neighborhood like full of water and I always say like a pickup truck is my dream car like I love a pickup truck I would love nothing more than like a white pickup truck or a light pink or hot pink pickup truck I think that's so beautiful anyway so I just saw it fill up with water and it completely changed my perspective on pickup trucks. <laughs> like I no longer want an F-150 or a 4x4. I want like a crossover car. I don't know what it is. Anyway, I really feared being myself because I thought if someone had already like shamed my body, shamed my chest, like shamed what I looked like and, you know, then no one was ever going to accept the true me. And I struggled with that for the longest, longest time. Um, and I, I think this year, you know, I'm, I'm turning 17 in like 15 days, which is really exciting. But I think this year was the year that I really stepped out of my comfort zone and I kind of showed myself what I was capable of. Not that I needed to, but I, I've always been the kind of person that, you know, I think I come off as shy sometimes and, you know, like, like, if someone were to come up to me and say, oh my gosh, like I, I I saw you on Instagram or I listened to your podcast, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like let's take a picture, you know? But I think two, three years ago, me, I don't think I would be like that. And I, you know, I've been in homeschool and I've been on online school and I've been excelling and I've just, I learned better online, but I was really scared. I'm like, you know, I don't want to go back to who I was two years ago where I'm just in my room all the time. I'm not doing anything like that to me was like the worst case scenario. But now, I mean, I've been maintaining my social life. I've been really out there and the job that I have, you know, I'm constantly meeting new people. I'm constantly socializing. So I think I've made a lot of improvement, especially accepting myself for who I am. You know, if you're a person that you're an overthinker, or you just talk really fast, or you talk really slow, you walk really slow, you think really fast, you walk really fast. I don't know why everything I named was about talking and walking fast, but um, that quirkiness about you is what makes you you. You know, I wouldn't make it an adamant or prioritize that point to change yourself. You know, if you see one of your friends and you're like, oh my gosh, she is so social and she is so out there and she is always so confident I wouldn't make it a priority to be like her do you know what I'm saying I wouldn't make it adamant to change what I'm doing to be like her I would just be you 
I would just, I would just be myself. I wouldn't make it a point to be someone else because you don't know how they became that person. You know, like someone could be so social because of trauma that they've had. And maybe it's caused them to be an introvert to an extrovert. Or someone can be an introvert and you as an extrovert could be like, I wish I could be that contained. You don't know what's brought them to that point. Do you know what I'm saying? So I found it that being myself is just is just as simple. You know, I've had so many women write to me um, in voice recordings or in emails, advice on confidence. Can I have, you know, what's your advice on confidence? What's your advice on improving yourself? Um, I would just be myself. There's no exact formula. There's no exact way to do that. You're just yourself. If you're a loud breather, that's you. If you're a fast talker, that's you. If you like pink and clothes, that's you. You know, there's no certain way to be like, okay, first step, wake up at 8 a.m. And this is your best guide to being yourself. It's not that way. You just kind of learn as you're going through the motions. There were like a lot of simple truths that I realized in order to become more comfortable with myself. One of them being that I'm the only person that thinks like I do. One thing that my mom and I always ask ourselves and my mom is truly like my best friend and I love my mom so much. She's like helped me so much with school and work and literally just raising me, obviously. And one of the things that she asks me a lot is why are you the way that you are? And not in a negative way, like, ew, you know, she asks me like, you know, I see, I hear you on your podcast and I hear you talking about things and your vocabulary is insane. You hold an exorbitant amount of information And my mom is constantly asking me, like, where did you learn to be so mature? Where did you learn to, you know, because I didn't teach you that. And my answer to her is always just, I am the way that I am. I think I was born this way. You know, I was born being able to think outside of the box. Like, the one compliment that I've always received ever in my lifetime is not about my looks, is not about my personality, is not about my face, is not about my body. It's about my maturity. Many adults come to me and say, you're just so mature. Like you act like you're 30 in a good way. Like, how do you do that? You know, my employers, when I went to them and they're like, you know, we just trust you so much. Like you're so mature. Like how, you know, like you're 16. And honestly, I I couldn't give anyone an answer. I don't know. I think this is just the way that the Lord has made me has knitted me together in my mother's womb you know I think everyone has a natural gift everyone has a gift now I think there's a difference between gifts and skills because for example I know I've always had the gift of um talking and writing really well I have a podcast and I I do content I do content (laughs) I create content on social media And it takes a lot of work, okay? It's not something that is just willy-nilly, I'm going to record some TikToks and, you know, call it a day. It's not like that. It's a lot more. And I pour my heart, soul, and mind into that. But I think I grew up with that not knowing how to use my gift of writing, not knowing how to use my gift of speech. Um, For about six seven months I wrote articles on medium and I loved it and I was like telling my mom I'm like you know 
I could go under like a pen name and just continue writing, you know, because I don't ever want people to know I'm 16. Same thing with my job. I didn't want um, like other people that would come up to me be like, how old are you? And I didn't, you know, want to tell them because I'm like, I don't want people to know I'm 16. I think it would change people's perspective on me. And now two, three years later, now that I have a podcast, I get so many messages from women who are like, you have really taught me how to be a Christian girl in high school. And I think that's why I'm so open about my age and what my gifts are and my topics on this podcast, because I want to speak to a certain crowd. I want to speak to a certain audience. Do you know what I'm saying? So I found that understanding that I'm the only person that can really offer the knowledge that I have. I'm the only person that has the experience that I have. And from experience, you give knowledge. So I think that I came to embrace myself by understanding that I'm the only person that thinks the way I do. You know, everyone has different perspectives. Everyone has different thought processes, but you have yours, you know? So I would take the first step in embracing who you are, to realize that you're the only person that has your mind. Sorry, my phone keeps buzzing. Uber Eats just thinks of the perfect time to message me. So I would really embrace who you are by by knowing that you're the only person that has the experience and the knowledge that you do. If you're really good at video games, you can mentor someone else learning how to build a Minecraft world. I don't know. But you're the only person that has that knowledge, okay? And run with that. You know, that could be taken in so many directions. You could go from mentoring someone to becoming a game developer, a web developer. You never know where your own knowledge can take you. I think this goes along with the second truth that I really tried to implicate in my own life was that I'm the only person that offers what I offer. You know, I think, and I was talking to my therapist about this today. Um, A lot of the time we tend to sell ourselves short. Okay. And What I mean by that is that say you are applying to a school, you are applying to the prestigious Harvard or the prestigious Princeton or Cornell, whatever. So you apply to Harvard and you get in and you get that big envelope congratulations in the mail. So obviously you and your family are proud, I would assume. But I think if I was in that position, I would constantly think, I'm lucky that I got into Harvard. I'm lucky that my grades cut it. I'm lucky that my extracurriculars seemed valuable to them. I'm lucky that my AP scores were high enough. And that thinking right there is selling yourself short. You're giving yourself the short end of the deal, the short end of the stick, whatever you want to call it, you're playing yourself. Because if you flip the script... Harvard is really lucky to have you because you're one alike. You are one of a kind. I like to think of humans as snowflakes. No one is the same. No one is perfect. No one has the same exact details. It's almost like everybody is like privately encrypted. You know how like if you put a password in a website, it's encrypted. You are encrypted, okay? You don't have the same qualities, the same personality the same specialties and skills and gifts as another person does. So instead of selling yourself short and being like, I'm lucky to be there. And I struggled with that too. 
you know, even, even with this podcast, oh, I'm lucky that people listen to me. And it's not a cocky thing either, because I know that sounds overconfident. It's not a cocky thing of I'm better than everyone because you're not better than anyone. Okay. It's more of you are confident in yourself. You are confident in what you have to offer and you are confident in who you are. And that is such a game changing and winning step. I was talking to my stepdad yesterday and my stepdad is 72 years old, which sounds like really old. (laughs) But I mean, I truly think this guy is like 30. Like I forget like the way he is so active and hangs our Christmas lights on the roof every year and plays stickball and runs like I'm like, dude, who are you right now? And so him and I are like twins, but we also like butt heads sometimes because I may act like I know everything, but I really don't. Like, I'm not on top of the world, and I don't have the answers. And I find that he acts the same way. And it's a thing I love and hate about him. Just kidding, I don't hate anything. But it's something that we constantly, like, get annoyed at each other for. Do you know what I'm saying? And so he said to me yesterday, he goes, you know, you're 16. What you're seeing right now your perspective might change in 10 years, in five years, in one year. Okay. And that made me think of something, a quote that I like really love saying. And it's a Bianca Otero quote. Okay. It's not George Washington. It's not Albert Einstein. It's me. Okay. You only see one step. Meanwhile, God sees the entire staircase. You are looking at the world through a straw hole, okay? Our minds are so finite. Like, we only can think to a certain extent. We can only figure things out to a certain extent. We can only answer questions to a certain extent. Meanwhile, God sees everything. God can literally see the world 360 and probably more. You know what I'm saying? I think that the reason why we tend to want to change ourselves is that we see other girls like us. We see other girls that maybe have the same length of hair that you have, right? And then given that one similarity that you see, you're like, okay, what else is different about them that I can copy? And I actually had this life-changing experience, and this is like a little story time I went to Aquatica for the first time in like five or six years um, with my mom. So I had gone to Aquatica and automatically, I think many people experience, you know, body insecurity, body image issues. So I had worn a bikini for the first time. And I literally promised myself that this summer I would like crack out a bikini because I spent my entire life in like one pieces because I was like really insecure and sad. So I was like, I'm going to wear a bikini. So I wore one and I, you know, went and I was so like, I was having anxiety and I got to the park and I got to the lazy river, which is like my favorite thing. Cause I just lay back and let the river take me. And I went and, oh, and by the way, if you don't know what Aquatica, it's just a water park here in Florida. I don't know where my listeners are from, but <laughs> um, it's just a water park. Like I talk about literally everything like as if someone is actually living in Florida, but I'm not sure where you're living, but I just want to explain that. So I went to the lazy river and I saw so many body types and I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. There are so many women here that look just like me and are wearing bikinis proudly. 
And I felt like I wasn't alone for one of the first times in my life. And it was so refreshing to see that. And I realized the more time I spend not embracing my body type, not embracing who I am, not embracing my personality, my what how I think and how I talk and how I act and how I speak, the less time I spend actually enjoying myself, enjoying who I am and how God has molded me. So it was a huge realization, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and that's all I have for you guys. And let me know what you guys think. And if you guys have also had these same shared experiences, because I know I'm not alone. I'm no, I know I'm not the only person that thinks this way and happy Wednesday. I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. And with that being said, I am peacing out and I will see you guys in the next episode.